Hey everyone, Mr. Devil here, Danny Danico, three-time Stanley Cup champion of the New Jersey Devils, and you're listening to the Uncle Puckers New Jersey Devils podcast with Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony, the Uncle Puckers. Let's go Devils! Well, we're boned. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Man, I'm done. I'm done. I was gonna say, keep tagging it on. So yeah, that was, um, yeah, that was uh, that was rough. Uh, you know, so welcome to the Uncle Puckers, Chris, Dan, Bob, and Tony, where we are going to discuss all the wonderful goodness that came out of the Devils versus San Jose last night. So that was uh, one heck of a game. But what's up, boys? How are you? Ah, How are you doing? doing all right. What's up, guys? Everybody having a good good weekend so far. Yeah, except for that game. You know, that game was a real I, – I feel like it was the worst game they played all year. Uh, there was one good thing about last night's game, though. Some Blackwood good didn't first. beat us. Blackwood didn't Blackwood beat us. Didn't beat us. <laughs> no, there was, there was that good. Um, Nothing the against good was, the The good was that Simone Nemec can play hockey. He's very yeah. good, and I'm, I'm yeah. excited to see what's going to happen with him down the road. But Is this you the know, game you would have picked for him to debut? Well, he didn't have a choice really with yeah. Hamilton I, out, you know. And, that's and you know, true. if you take the you know, the first maybe handful of games of the season where Dougie Hamilton was playing really good and then right. you know, juxtapose that with uh the rest of his games and how poor he's been on defense and he has not been showing up offensively like he was earlier in the season. I just don't know if we really miss all that much with Simone Nemec in there. If anything, maybe we gain a little bit. I hate to say that about Dougie Hamilton, but you know, right now everything about this team is kind of wrong. So yeah. uh, any kind of change, I'm all for. But uh, yeah, I mean, with just some quick thoughts, uh, Bobby. Yeah. We'll start with you, man. Uh, some quick thoughts about last night. And we do real quick. We do have some fun stuff to do. We have a devil, you know. We're gonna do our predictions. This show will not be all doom and gloom, but it will mm. be probably the first twenty minutes or so. So get ahead. Yeah, yeah. The, the happy homers is not too happy. I, I just at this point, it's just absolutely unacceptable. I, I don't get it. I can't quite figure it out. I think the reason that it it seems so bad is because there's logistically with this team with that roster, this should not be happening. Again, it was one of those things where they turn it on like gangbusters in the third period, just trying a little too little too late. Um, can't make a key save. Like, I'm done kind of defending the goalies. Dan obviously knows a lot more about the position, and I always understand where he's coming from. But this is ridiculous. Like, any one of those that where they kept giving the momentum back, just give me one of those back. Like, one big save, you know, just because, you know, the offense was fighting back. Um I don't understand the way they can come out flat. I don't understand what's missing. I do agree it's not just the goalie. It's also the defense and the team defense in general. But at this point, we're 21 games in. I mean, quarter of the season, none of this is a fluke. It's 21 games, six or seven preseason games, relentless hours watching tape and video and talking and saying how we got to be held accountable. And it's all just bullshit. It's, you know, two steps forward, one step back, or sometimes even one step forward, two steps back. This is absolutely a team you need to beat to be a contender. Um, possibly in a normal season without this kind of microscope on the Devils this early, you do lose these kind of trap games. I get that. I know how it happens. You know, the Sharks can't lose forever. All the stats coming in. You don't want to be the team that finally loses to them that way, but it does happen. But for the Devils right now to let that happen, 
from where they're supposed to be. I just find it extremely disappointing. And I guess I have to lean heavily now towards this has to be a coaching issue. All right, Tom. Uh, you know, I, I just don't think we're as good as I thought we were. Um, I think there's a lot of holes in the team. I think the roster is good. There's some, you know, I think we talked about this during the off season. Did we overachieve a little bit last year? I'm starting to think we did. Um, goaltending is definitely, I know I brought it up last uh, episode too. We've talked about it obviously endlessly this, this whole season so far. I am not, I definitely think goaltending is an issue. I, I'm not sold on Schmidt. I do like him, but last night I just, you know. Who's kid is that? <laughs> One of mine. Oh, 20 years? Okay. Wasn't sure. As long uh, as it's not mine. Ben, oh, um, uh, go ahead, Don. I'm sorry. Finish your thought. No, I just, you know, it was disappointing. The Sharks are, I mean, yeah, they have to. It's, you do lose to these kind of teams once in a while, but they just looked way too good against us last night. It was just, I don't know. I just was not impressed, I have to be honest. And for me, I, I, I'll bitch a little bit. I woke. I was, like, feeling like shit last night. I was like, I'm going to watch this game anyway. It's, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. I went to bed at, like, 5-something, and I was like, well, what did I do this to myself for? Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's just a, kind of a disgust feeling last night. I, I really – I think we're the third best team in the division right now, and I really believe we are actually. And until the goaltending changes or something gives, we're not we're not going to catch the Rangers this year. Oh, that's not even a question. I don't think they they, they do, should not even be thinking about playoffs at this point. They need to get a lot more right before they can even think about playoffs. But I agree with you. So, but it's and, beyond coaching, it, Chris. I think I think it's being Bobby. Oh. I think it's it, this is becoming a lot of like. Just there's a lot of just bad play going on. A lot of just I, I can't even blame the coach. And I I know I'm like team rough a lot, but not even that. I just it's just a lot of coaching is a, coaching is a big issue right. It now. It was my I way of saying coaching I'm is a big. I, I disagree. Finally but, understanding. But we'll, that, I, so. we'll 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 get into that too. But like uh, Dan, what are your some of your points about it? And and also touch on on the goaltending and what you see. I'm curious. Yeah, it, it was definitely horrible um, start to finish. Uh, I. Okay, well, just start in with the goaltending. I, I was, I think everybody was very surprised to see Schmidt in this game because it's a back to back, the tail in the back back. And um, I thought I came across, but I no longer remember the last time we played the same goalie back to back regular season. It was quite a while. It's not a move that most teams do anymore. And uh, you know, I kind of long for those days, but it was kind of weird that this is the moment they chose to do that. And it was, I didn't like it before the game be- for two reasons. Number one, like, okay, look. Vanacek didn't look very good. I understand why you went with Schmidt. It makes sense. And I understand why you go right back to him after this back-to-back. But it sends uh, the raw message, I think, to Vanacek. And I don't think it's a good idea when Schmidt made, you know, 44 saves or whatever. And I'm not saying he, it's impossible for him to win a, a ne- the next game. It's just – it seemed almost like desperate. It was just not a good fit. And then it did blow up in our face, you know. Um, I guess, you know, in hindsight uh, – you know, but maybe they could say, yeah, we, we shouldn't have played him. But at the time, they were thinking, well, we're going to ride him. Uh, he's a young guy. Let's see. We want to see more of him. I want to see more of him. I just don't think it was that game. So that was a bad call, and it definitely hurt us. Uh, he couldn't make a save every time the Devils came back. Um, and, you know, there was a lot of factors. that the, Those chances were not great that we gave up. They were, they were pretty um, tough saves to make. But some of them, you know, were on the weaker side and just, you know, we said it before. I think we were talking about this last show. Sometimes you got to make those ones that are, you're not supposed to make. And we're just not coming up with them at all. It just it's, it really is both of the goaltenders, but last night it was Schmidt, which is so disheartening. Cause like, I think everybody was hoping, okay, this is, 
this looks like it could be his time to take the team uh, and, and run with it. But no, he doesn't look like he's ready to do that. It definitely looks like we got goaltending problems. We have defensive problems. Marino was a huge step back last night. I mean, he's got all talent in the world, but a couple key mistakes not being helped by, you know, I like Marino and Ball last, not last night. They were horrible. They, you know, that, that, that those errors on their watch uh, really hurt us. And so, you know, the, the amount of problems this team has, the, you know, inability to play a solid defensive game, even something close to a solid defensive game is going to kill them. Uh, you cannot just wait for coming back in the third period. Like it's just, you know, not every game is like a high school game. You're playing against professional league. Yes. You have a lot of talent. Yes. You can come back on people, uh, you know, from time to time, but it's not a recipe for success. So a lot has to get right in the devil's camp. I put, most of the blame for where they're at on the overall coaching situation. I'm not just going to say uh, Lindy, but um, of course he is the head coach. I think the defensive system is you know really lacking, and he's got to bring somebody else in, or somebody's got to bring somebody else in to help this team get the defense right, uh, get the team defense right, the responsibility on turnovers right. It, it's just uh, there's no way they're going to advance the way they're doing this right now, and it was a shameful loss, you know. It was just San Jose uh, has not looked that good against anybody. So that was definitely one, not all that. One that goal was us. on the road. That was the first time they scored more than oh. one goal on the road all season. That's amazing. Yeah, well, it, it was the first road win they had last year. It was, um, you know, I, I going into the game and, and seeing how flat they were, especially in the first period, in the second period, and, and the third period, actually, but how flat they were. I, I, I thought about, like, is – can I give them a pass tonight? Is all the drama that happened um, with Brendan Smith, and then that comes down late before, right before the game, that he can't get suited up? Uh, Dougie is out super long term. Who knows when this guy's coming back? Uh, they got hit with a lot of shit yesterday. I thought for a second, you know, are your, is your head right? And maybe I'm going to give them a pass on that. Simone Nemitz's first game up there. There's a lot going on. But then as I was watching the game, I thought, you know, no, I'm not going to give him a pass on that because uh, we'll talk about Brendan Smith. I definitely want to touch on him. But you had an opportunity. This game reminded me of the St. Louis game that Jack got hurt. They seem to play exactly the same way after Jack got hurt. Like whenever anything bad happens to this team, they take a step back. That's not a sign of a very good team. That's also stuff that goes on in that dressing room. It's also the coaching and how he, how Lindy Ruff or how that coaching staff is getting through to these guys that, Hey, you might, you know, you don't need, uh, you know, we can win without this person or without that person or whatever the case is, you get their head, right. You get them in the right frame of mind. They weren't last night making a lot of stupid mistakes. Their passes weren't crisp. They were fanning on wide open uh, shots. They were hitting posts. They were doing everything wrong which will lead me into my point about the goaltending. Those nights are going to happen. You are going to have nights where you're off. We've been watching hockey long enough. You know, it Mm -hmm. it happens. But we're used to Marty Brodeur saying, hey, my team doesn't have it tonight. I better be on point and make sure that we get some points out of this game because I got to help these guys out. And 95% of the time, he did it. Uh, Schmid let in six goals on 16 shots last night. Knowing that, the, right. so whatever's going on, like this is team wide. 
Uh, hey, Chris, this when's the last time you've seen a dominant goaltending this season? I can't even think of a, a game where they just dominated in goal. I'm no, we've some never, good games. We, have not, we haven't some had a game games. this year where, where our goalie was the better goalie. Um, I thought with Schmidt starting last night, all right, one of three things is happening here. I thought the first thing, which is the thing that I thought was probably the most likely, but one the one thing I was hoping it wasn't was what Dan had just said, and was well, this is also what Lindy Ruff said. Well, I rewarded him for a good game against Philadelphia. That I thought that's probably what's going on here, and that's the wrong move because you got to read the room, man. They didn't play great in Philadelphia. Like they need, you know, Schmid was good, but he wasn't. Let's give him you know, back-to-back starts. The man probably has never played a back-to-back start if all of his minor league stuff is done the way the NHL is. Nobody plays back-to-backs anymore. Okay, the second reason why he might be playing back-to-back is maybe, I I thought maybe Vitek's a little banged up. Maybe he's got a little nicks, bruises, and they said, you know what, just sit the night. It's the Sharks. We'll put Mm -hmm. you in Tuesday night against Vancouver. Um, And the third thing I thought was there's a trade on the block, and they're sitting them because of that. I thought that was the least likely, and it, I still think that is very unlikely, but those were the only three reasons. But you don't – like, yep, there definitely. was no reason to start Schmidt. I get that you want to see more of him. Vanacek was getting about 80% of the starts. doesn't mean put him in back-to-back. Split it. Give him Just give him some more starts. You know, we don't have to have the answer to whether or not Akira Schmidt's the guy in two days. You know what I mean? Like, give it a couple of weeks. Uh, I thought that was a, a – just a stupid move. But by the playing devil's side. advocate, Chris, what if, what if, uh, and like I said, this is just the opposite of it. What if Schmidt came out last night and G went two in a row? So then we're like, oh, Great. wow, what a smart decision. Getting mm. trying to light a fire under. Now, people would say this, You're though, right. whether you would say it or not. It. I believe people I would definitely feel this way. Like, it's kind of like throwing it up in the air and saying this could work out really well or but that's, I could be that's, a jackass but tomorrow. The, but that's the, that's the, that's what comes with being a, a head coach. Mm-hmm. Those and it's no doubt it's make. the riskier you, move. So, you, it's, make, you, know. you, take, you make a risky move and you have yeah. to live with those consequences. But if it works, you're a hero. If you lose, like it happened. Right. But it's a little bit of a Hail Mary move because if it doesn't work, everybody's going to look at you and go, wait, why did you do this? You know. Yeah, he knows that. You know, your coach goes for it football. They go for it on fourth yeah. down. And that's what I mean by desperate. Is it, is, are we, I didn't really feel like we were that desperate. Um, what you said about Vanacek, you know, maybe not feeling well, I hadn't even considered. And that would probably, of all the three things that you mentioned, which are all, you know, valid uh, guesses at it, would be the only one that really makes the most amount of sense. I felt uh, the same way. But uh, you know what? I don't think that's the case. I think it's, uh, you know, it's clearly what he said. Uh, you know, oh, I was just, well, you know, he played a good game. So, like, yeah, I mean. I think you read between the lines there, and it really means that they lost confidence in V. Yeah. And they wanted to win desperately, and they knew they had to win this game. They knew they should have won this have, game. If you don't have confidence in Vanacek, you know you, you don't have a replacement for him yet, and you know you're you're going to have to have somebody else play, you know, some of the games. This was the one to play. It's the Sharks, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're worried about Vanacek and his goaltending – and play him here so that, you know, you got Schmid in the more important games. Okay, fine. I, you know, I, I just don't understand that move then. Yeah. And, uh, you know, who do you guys you're right, think Tony, is if it worked out. Like, if you were had to cho- choose, like, who do you feel more confident in? Which is a hard it's, question. I'm going to say Vanacek, and it's only by the – I can't see my hands, obviously, everybody else, but it's only by a very little bit. bit. At but I feel like point, it's I, At this point, I don't give a shit. I don't want either of them at this point. That's not, not very happy. Yeah. I had I mean, always uh, – 
Go ahead, Bobby. So, I was just say, I always gave Vanacek that one click up, and it was I think it was last week on one of the shows. I said, for right now, I feel like you know Schmidt actually took that over. He's just right now, he's just a little better, a little bit more of the hot hand. I hopefully, he'll you, get yeah. some more starts. Um, but I agree with Chris. Like, I don't give a shit anymore. Look at their stat. Yeah. This is this unacceptable. There's no more excuses. I know. You're not going to really bad not for working. Sh- I did feel bad for Schmidt. I was looking at it like Schmidt, man. This was your chance to take over. They, they gave you the whole team. And I think maybe a little too rashly, but they gave you the team, and he blew. He it. had the worst game of his career. Yeah, he blew it. And, I don't and, think he ever had a, an outing like that. And I'm also starting to think, like, I know we have bad team defense, but is it as bad as we think it is? Because our goalies aren't saving anything. Honestly, I think it's a it's a, it's a vicious cycle. I think that right now the goaltending is making the defense worth worse, and the defense is you know you know, in turn, making it harder on the goaltenders. It's, it's one of those weird things. You know what it is? It's the other side of the coin of when you see a team that like the goalie is there, he bails out the defense, the next play. And in the end, the defense bails out the goalie. It was like, you know, all these close calls. Um, I, I'll go back to the Philadelphia game, you know, Carter Hart's performance, you know, that was one of those ones where if they went on to win and they were damn close, um, you would have said, "Wow, he stole that game." We have not had that this year from either goal. That that's that had it put us in a position to really steal a game. And um, you know, this far in, that should have happened a couple times. And sure. nights night like last night, uh, you know, just inability for to even allow your team to make that comeback in any meaningful way. They get they get a goal, you give up another. They get another goal, you give up another. It's just, um, yeah. It, I keep saying a, how I want to see like that one game that where they only let in one and like literally it should have happened by accident. That's why I keep like I pick it in our our little games and stuff like I just I can't understand how it hasn't happened just like one clamp down game. Well, I think that like my hottest take out of this season so far and most especially kind of culminating in last night's fucking shit show is that now it's time for Tom Fitzgerald to step in. He's got to do something. You cannot fuck around anymore. You see what you have with goaltending. If you really have these desires to make it to the playoffs every year, to go on a run, look, man, we all drank the fucking Kool-Aid. But on this show, the day after the friggin' playoffs, like we were banging our fists on the table saying, go get Connor Hollebuck. Go get somebody. And they didn't do it, and it's biting us in the ass now. And now, now everybody in the NHL knows that the Devils are desperate for a goalie, so they're going to fucking overpay, no matter who they trade yeah, for. Yeah. They're overpaying. He put himself. This was a bad move from Tom Fitzgerald. He should not. The, we saw it. We saw that this goaltending was an issue. Uh, how yeah. did they? You I know, know. There, there was not a lot out there, to be fair. We talked about Hellebuck. In the end, he he did move. The price tag was so high. Um, so, you know, I think you're right. Fitzgerald definitely has to do something here. Um, I think it's pretty obvious that these are not the goaltenders. And unfortunately, boy, uh, what do you do if you're him? Because you're looking at this going, at this rate, we will clearly not make the playoffs. And... Do, at what point does it turn to where you're going to go and overpay perhaps for a playoff goaltender that you can't even use because you're not going? And then you just punt and you wait till one opens up or maybe over next offseason. And that's just going to be really disheartening for the fans if it goes that way. Right. Now we're getting ahead are, of ourselves. It might well, not. 
I, the I fans are feeling it now. Sorry, I put a post yeah. up, Chris, on on Instagram. I don't know if you guys saw it today. Just asking people, you know, it was like basically like, hey, what's your biggest disappointment this year? What's your, what's our biggest need, right? And I'll just, if you guys, I'll give a couple of the replies that we got. Yeah, yeah. Um, MT Dola. I'm just going to na- say their screen names. I don't know what sure. they. Um, disappointment, goaltending, defense, not disappointing. Use uh, Holtz. Um, you know, so I mean that makes McLeod. But a lot of people, it's goaltending. Another guy whose screen name is GIL21T. All he wants for Christmas is a new goalie and some defense and a new coach. Uh, Timu was mentioned by Rich Costanza. Uh, I know, right? So that's a lot to ask for. Um, everybody, everybody, New Jersey Devil 1982, uh, to start both goalies have been a disappointment. This is all stuff that we've obviously talked about, but everybody said Ryan from Ryan Hockey 88, goalie, goalie, goalie. It's the same thing. Um, AZ Duffer need a goalie. So like I said, everybody, JV, yeah. get some D. Uh, you know, everybody's – one more I'm going to read because this guy listens to all of our shows, and I think he actually was in New Jersey. This I think he traveled actually from from somewhere to go see the games. But uh, New Jersey Devils, true, Kincaid, Taz, one, which you guys have heard of this guy before from our shows. Uh, goalies for sure. Um, and on the upside, obviously, Holtz, Palat, Hall, uh, Lazar, um, you know, so pretty much everyone's. I'm reading all the responses. It's pretty much all the same. Goalies, yeah, I mean, defense. anybody, anybody with eyes now. Yeah, the yeah, fans are point, feeling you it. You know, you, you see it. But you know, yeah. Dan, like, you to go back to your point. What you said before, like, what do you do if you, you know, if you honestly feel like if Tom Fitzgerald is looking at this team and he's, you know, hey. We still have a shot. We can make the playoffs, yeah. and this team can go on a run. But this has got to change. We got to change it now. If you still think like you, I don't think you can wait any longer. Like you right. really can't. Like right. we'll and, climb out on this yeah, season because you know you're it. gonna. You're you know this week goes bad uh, on this road trip. You're out of it. Like forget it's it, dark. guys. You're not making the playoffs. Right. And you, you know everything and all the excitement, and they will be the biggest disappointment of the NHL year. They will oh, absolutely yeah. be. Definitely. They already are like almost there. I but, would say they're the NHL's most disappointing team right now. I hate it has to, to be because the expectations were so high, so high. And and this is and so we know that there's a lot of deficiencies on this team. There's a lot of injuries as well. And you know, I think, but you have to start with the goaltending. Like this is obvious, and now it's affecting the team play. It, it, but but it, what can is, you do, Chris? I'm, well, I don't even know. Who, who, you got some moves in mind because I really well, don't know. Who's dealing what? I haven't heard anything about this. Like there, goaltenders I don't, who are maybe available I, soon before a trade deadline. I don't. I mean, I don't know who's available. Right? I mean, I know that John Gibson's name keeps coming up. Um, right. So if you know, you can maybe swing a deal with Anaheim. I. What about Halak? Is he still sitting at home? I mean, question, I don't know, actually. but I, I think he's still sitting. I know he's old, yeah. but you know he's not bad. I would take, I would take just a, a, like a steady vet. Doesn't have to damn. be like the greatest guy, just, <laughs> just some walk. veteran who can steady the ship a little bit and have like a decent goals against average. Yeah, you know, I, really at this point, if they said you know the Devils signed and it's you know some fucking 45 year old dude who's been sitting on his couch for like three years i'm like all right sit him up let's see what he does because it's funny though the names bad. you're mentioning chris are guys that during the offseason were like we want nothing to do with these guys now we're like give us anybody give us fucking nobody you. saw this coming even as yeah. bad as we knew the goaltending was we had questions coming out of the playoffs we eased up over the summer as chris said right it kind of all right this is our team we started supporting them all but this I nobody would, saw it being this I, bad I, I, not I both of them tell you, I, I think that if we got the goaltender of our dreams at this moment, it would help 
but not but not as much as you think to write the problems right. and, and necessarily make this a playoff team. So I'm I'm with you that this is not the goaltending matchup uh, duo that is going to help us get to the playoffs at this point. And if we're there, that we can trust that they're going to be solid performers. I just don't see it. Um, you know, things could change, but I just don't see it. However, I think if we did get the goalie of our dreams plopped in tomorrow. Um, I don't know if this team is going to be able to take advantage of that. I, I mean, they still have so many glaring errors, and, and that's really the sad part. There's can one great goaltender change that? I, I I believe in the value of goaltenders, but I don't know. That's a tall order. There's maybe a, a yeah, maybe on. a win or two more at this point, right? It, yeah, it, it could maybe be. Three. I mean, it would help. Like crazy, it, right. it would help. But, Look, you know. a competent goaltending last night, we win that game. As poorly as we played, competent goaltending, we win the game. So, I mean, yes. I, But, you know, Dan, I, you're you're so right that, no, this isn't going to flip a switch and make this team play better. Uh, I completely agree with that. But it, anything at this point will help. And, Tone, like, you're right. Like, we were saying, like, no, I, I was like, I don't fucking want to touch John Gibson, right? I, I have to say, like, we were so confident – we weren't confident with this duo in the playoffs, but all of us were like, Vanacek's good regular season goalie. Like, yeah. you know, Schmidt's going to get his starts in the regular. We were worried about what happens to this team in March when Vanacek has 45, 55 starts and we're rolling into the playoffs. Yeah. And like, we're looking we at last season's he numbers. Hasn't us plus, any of that. We don't have he Blackwood he's in been the a way. Complete you know? fucking bust. We just won no, three definitely. out of four and we know we're fucked. That's pretty sad. Yeah, because this road trip coming up is not fucking easy. These are yeah. three tough games coming up. Yeah. And uh, if they're and, sleepwalking, Vancouver's going to smoke them if they're sleepwalking in that game. You know, we also got to paint. You know, sometimes we're, we, we look for the positive in something, right, when this streak was starting. Uh, first of all, start with the Buffalo game. That was a great complete effort game, right? Sure. But then you look at the next couple of wins. They had to come back against the Islanders. Yep. Yep. Not a recipe for success. They gave up the tying goal to the Flyers, had to beat them in overtime. Not a recipe for success. And that falls into the San Jose game, which is – just puts you at the bottom of the league as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, yeah, we were looking at it in that lens at that moment, but this loss taints all that. And you now you're going into a week way. where you can literally get your ass kicked yeah. and be completely yeah. out of this thing. Completely and it's three out of, out of four, but it's also three out of, I think, eight, really. So, yeah. right. Like when you put it in context of the last. And San Jose oh. didn't just beat us. They It was like – I, I, it, it, was, it uh, was like the Sharks, but hey, at least we got the Devils tonight. Yeah. yeah, I mean, That's I even exactly saw they had they had a few fans out there that were having way too much fun in those stands. Like I'll it was bet. just, yeah, you know, they, they, you know, they had they had all the opportunities in the world last night, and you know, they they couldn't do it. But I, and, I, and Chris, how did they win last night? What was the biggest thing they did last night? What did we see? We saw goaltending last night. I mean, yeah. that guy was making some saves he was last making night, money was, saves. Yeah. yeah, that guy was making saves to give them the win. Our our team has not done that really. You know, absolutely, hundred yeah. percent, dude. Um, you know, I do want to touch before we go into our predictions and stuff on just everybody's thoughts on Brendan Smith. I'm going to give mine first, and then I want to hear what you guys think. Like we said after the Flyer game, like that was a fucking stupid retaliatory penalty. Yes. Like, dude, should not have done that. That was, was just dumb, and you hurt the team and cost us a point. I'll say he cost us two points last night. And the reason – now, you, I get the – you know he's a great guy in the dressing room and you know, he's the only one that stands up for everybody. Like you, if you're a real leader on this team, dude, you, you know, Hamilton's out. This is going to be a long-term thing. These guys are looking to you for some leadership 
and you get fucking suspended by doing some bush league hack like that just pissed me already off. on a penalty and, kill so oh, with the risk of right. a five on three right. if you get a penalty you, you fall for right. that retaliatory thing now don't, what do you think though like i mean first thing i thought of true gee of all uh, the two-handed slashes i've seen this week that's not the worst one and that guy got absolutely zero games suspended and, um, you know, no fine. Well, no, he did what? He five, got fined? 5000 $5,000. Brendan Smith, so two games. Same, yeah, but what Yeah, what were the, the suspension with the Ranger one? But, you know, for the Devils and Brendan Smith, that's neither here nor there. It was a dumb penalty. You're right. It did hurt them well beyond uh, that game where they gave up a point to the Flyers. But, um, you know, look look at us now. Like, you know, th- that he, he was playing better up until that point. So, you know, this is a disappointment. It seems like we can't get anything good sustained very long. No. The guys, if they're not getting injured, they're just their game's falling apart. Uh, even I'm looking at Marino like, oh, he's been on the upswing. Thank God. Marino's coming back. Whoa, what happened last game? You know, he was not himself. Right? And I know I know people are going to say, you know, same thing. You know, we still got people out. Hall is still out. Timo just played, Timo just played his first game in a while. Uh, Nemec's yeah. in. And, yeah, we saw what happened with Nemec. He did you know, blow up and cause one of those goals. That's going to happen with a kid like that. I'm fine with that. Did but he? I don't, did well, he? I guess it's not directly that, him, right? Because he, he was on the right side, right? Siegenthaler is yeah. the one that was the pairing, on the right I guess side. You could say. So I don't know how much of that I put on Nemec. Right. I, I, don't, I didn't mean to like put anything No, no, no. I get your Nemec, point, though. Yeah. Like, you're, you're 100% it's just right. Just excuses. Mine, He's right? going to make some mistakes. And that you have to live with those. And the team should be capable of living with those. You know, exactly. they should be able to overcome whatever, you know, if, if he messes up and causes a mistake and causes a goal, whatever. Um, yeah. How many I'm times do so we say on this show, we'll, we'll take that for his upside sure. over Smith, mm-hmm. especially in the beginning of the year, you know, when he was just shitting the bed. Now, so, uh, now Smith made watched. a mistake, I think, right? I think, I think Smith, it was obviously not a smart play, but like Dan said, I mean, I don't think he deserved to. I think that's total bullshit, especially compared to what's been going on. What about the guy who cross-checked? who got five minutes nothing else. I mean, I don't know. That was a pretty nasty little thing, too. So I think it's not smart, the penalty. It was a bad penalty. But did he deserve two games? I don't think so. If you're going to let Truba get away with that bullshit, I'm I think I'm okay it's with the two absurd. games. Yeah. I think Truba should have got way more. Yeah. Uh, uh, because, you know, Truba's like, there was not even a play. And it, it wasn't just like reactionary. is reactionary in a scuffle escalating. When and there's history with, with Truba. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so this was those guys, this was, you know? He, yeah, he probably it, should have got the suspension. They should curtail all that stuff. I mean, they both swung at the upper body and, um, you know, with a, a two-handed chop. That's uh, that's worthy of suspension. I have less of a problem with Smith's suspension than the lack of uh, Trubig in it. Yeah, I mean, he should have been suspended, no doubt. Now, it is, you know, there's nothing we can do about that. We just now have to fucking deal with Brendan Smith being out again on Tuesday. Like, this is just, he, you know, what he's hurting the team. Like, we, we talked last show, right? Net positives, he's now a net negative again. Like, now you're hurting the fucking team again. You are actively yeah, just hurting Just when the things team. are going. Yeah. Uh, I was I was looking very positive on his game over the last few games, um, which is saying something because I was very negative on him through most of the season so far, yeah. but the last few games, he's done some great things. He, you know, we were very happy with how he played as a forward, which, you know, was so unexpected that he was even there. And also that we approved of it. I mean, I think it was, it was a pleasant surprise. And then this happens. We can't stay, yeah. keep anybody on the right track. I feel like as soon as they get on the right track, they, they get off the or they get injured. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Or they're literally out of the game. Yeah. Um, so everybody watched the game, right? Right. So I want to go back and I want somebody to explain this to me because I don't I don't know if I missed this or I'm just fucking stupid. I don't know. But 
So we scored that goal, right? That mm-hmm. was reviewed and taken off. Okay. Right. Right. Now they Third showed, period. Right. they showed this uh, a million times. And yes. so the puck clearly completely crosses the goal line. Yes. The whistle blows after the puck mm-hmm. crosses the goal line yes. and they said no goal. Yes. And that's why right. second dumbest rule. In but, but even the, the announcers blow the were whistle. like, oh, well, yeah, I guess right. the whistle blew. And I'm like, no, it clearly did not blow. No. Like that also changes the game. Like I'm, I, I just didn't understand that. Like, did they explain a reason? Honestly, sometimes I'm telling you that the devils will get the worst of the calls and the, the, yeah, the explanation, the best one that I've read or heard so far is what Bobby said. They said that was their, the ref, they're reading the ref's intention to whistle. So it doesn't That's matter when it said. sounded. Yeah, that the, you could see the ref was going to blow the whistle. And it doesn't the mean the arm is going up to his the face. referee to see if he puts the whistle matter. in his mouth. Sometimes a ref knows there's it's a not possibility even not and they'll hold the whistle there and never blow it. So you can't just judge by the gesture of the ref. Right. So I don't even know what this means. There's no level that this makes sense that the ref had an intent. To, that's revisionist on the part of the refs, and I wish I blew it earlier. Now, like what? That's, you can't do that. You blew right. the whistle or you didn't. And if we're going to waste time reviewing it, then the time you blew it right. and went across the line is totally relevant. It's, and you holding your whistle to your lips means nothing. It's all size or it isn't, right? I've never heard that. I've never heard that as an yeah, excuse it's a before. Ridic- it plays it like comes this up every now and then. a million yeah. times. Mm-hmm. I, they, they, you've heard that before? Absolutely. And, and we've won a couple of them too. I mean, I'm not going to say it hasn't fallen on both Intent sides. To whistle, but in huh? that type of game, in that situation, it, that's a you got to be fucking kidding me moment. Like that's a goal. Who knows what happens to that wow. game? Exactly. That goal goes in. Exactly. Sums up our year so far. Uh, yeah, but you know, and I also I get even more angry at them. You you know you have to you have to beat the refs to some extent too. They're they're a little bit skewed uh, against the Devils in general, as opposed to if you were another team. So that's just baked into being New Jersey Devils team, and it doesn't matter. It, you know, if you're playing your game. It's not going to be a problem at all. It, it really isn't. You know, it's just so uh, shocking. All these leagues, that I just didn't know want to push offense. How much yeah. they almost do to negate it. I know. It's, it's in hockey. Been, it's in football. That's true. You know, guy makes the most insane catch in football, and it's not a catch because of a technicality or I, something, and it's just like ridiculous. Yeah. Like I am so conditioned now that, and it doesn't even matter what game I'm watching, talking about football. Like any time there is a deep pass, I am so conditioned to just my eyes go right to the look bottom, the to look for the flag, look for the flag. You know, look for the flag because there's always a flag. So, um, but but real quick um, to all of our listeners, if any of you guys uh, last night went onto the DraftKings Sportsbook app and maybe took the six and a half goal over for last night's Devil game, well, the San Jose Sharks almost got you that all by themselves. So you were a big winner. And all you have to do is download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, 
Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. Nice. So um, how about we do a little accountability session, boys, and then we do our predictions. Okay. Which I forgot about until like this moment. So yeah, right. exactly. I'm, I'm pulling a Dan tonight. I've been thinking about him for the last two minutes. I was like, predictions. <laughs> I'll wing it. <laughs> All right, we'll wing it. Uh, I'll start with my predictions. Um, I said that Jesper Bratt will go pointless over the next three games. Jesper, Jesper Bratt scored one assist he had that's, last night. That's some um, of it. You just can't win with minimum. Bare minimum, just to screw you over. Can't win when you lose or lose when but, you lose. Yeah, I thought I you mean, won that one, actually. I, I didn't realize he got an assist. No, he got an assist. Uh, I, I thought he was on another, vacation. There's an, another guy, yeah. Like, you know what, man? I don't even want to spend a fucking minute You'd like to lose about. that bet that you made? That, that, that was you know, the one the I had no. If you, you'd like to lose it if... Maybe he produced a lot, but no, just one assist. Just one assist and a losing effort. Just enough, yeah. I was even though, um, that's like the, the Sharks winning last night. I was like, man, remember a couple weeks ago, we're like, how many points are the Sharks going to get? We all were pretty low. I was like, yeah. God damn it, man. There's two right there that they're going to they, lose right. that. They might, things don't change. They're going to be ahead of us in points. That's <laughs> oh, a fact. Um, I said that Brendan Smith will score his first goal as a devil against the San Jose Sharks. Brendan Smith didn't even play in that game. Thank you. I said that the Devils will win in overtime in one of the next three games. So I got that one correct. If I can hit the button correctly. Okay. Tony said that Brendan Smith will have a goal. And yes, he also said that the Devils will go 3-0 and and get a full six points in the last three games. Son of a bitches, right? I mean, and before we get to your third one, I'll do Bobby's, and then that way we'll because yours is third one is that Bobby will get zero points. But let's go to Bobby's first. (laughs) Bobby said that Nate Bastion will have a goal. He's fucking disappeared too. He also said that they will have at least one game this week where they allow one goal or less. Fucking douchebag. Bobby said that the New Jersey Devils will score 10 or more goals over the next three games. They scored 12 goals, which makes Tony's Bobby will get zero points. Wrong. 12 goals. Um, You think you might get a winner to it. I know, Bob. I tell you. That was a good one. (laughs) I didn't even know what you picked. I was trying to think last night. I was like. Dan said that the Devils will get four out of six points this week. He did. So Dan got one. Dan said the Devils will have a shutout this week. Yeah, that one. (laughs) And Dan said that Dan said that a trade will take place. Nope. That didn't happen either. I feel like we, we're getting closer to it, though. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you're right. So you weren't predicting that, that Dan. You're going to get it the next few weeks. Hey, uh, other you than might that, get it. predicting it. You might get it by Monday. That <laughs> puts uh, me ahead with seven points. Uh, Bobby is on the board with three. Yes. And oh, I'm sorry, Bobby, two. Two, two. Uh, Dan is on the board it. with four, and Tony is sitting with six. That's where it sits right now. Mm. So now we can do our predictions. Does this include the Oilers game on Sunday or just the three? 
Just the three I have. Just the three? Okay. Um, yes, because we'll do the show on Saturday, and then that way we'll talk about the Oilers game coming up and bitch about how bad we did in the last three <laughs> games because that's probably what's going to happen. So, all right, boys. Ready to do our predictions? This will be oh, yeah. these this week's games. It will be Vancouver, Seattle, and Calgary. And here we go. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. I like that. I, I like, like it. it. All it's right. Good. We'll start with Tony, your first prediction. Foley will have two goals in the next three games. Just over the next three games. Next three games, yeah. Nice. Two goals Save. over. Searching for a point. At like least it. two goals, you know, right? Playing it kind of safe, yeah. Or, exactly. All right, Bobby, your first prediction. Despite how absolutely insane this sounds, because they're playing awful, I've seen the universe do weirder things. They're going to get somehow four of six points on this tough trip. <laughs> you half-mad, half-insane maniac. <laughs> All right, like that. that's what you think. So give me three for it then. All right, Dan, your first prediction. I think the Devils will get at least two of six points in the next <laughs> three games. That was one of my predictions. I'm going to have to change one of mine. My first prediction will be that the New Jersey Devils will be shut out Tuesday night with against Thatcher Demko and the Vancouver Canucks. Wow. Tony, your second prediction. You know, we need someone to right the ship, and I got to think it's going to be Jack Hughes. So I'm going to say Jack Hughes is going to pick up four goals in the next three games. All right, Bobby. See, I like that, Tony. And I also like, because to me, it's like the opposite of what Chris picked, because I think that that Hughes, Hughes, Hughes game on Tuesday is going to be something else to watch. So I, don't, I definitely don't see that being a shutout. I'm going to go with uh, Nico Heischer getting a shorthanded goal in one of the three games. Okay. Dan, your second. Yeah, even though my first one was kind of negative, they're only getting two of six points or more. Um, my second one is in the third or more positive. I think this is the week, and I've been saying this every week, and I've never been wrong every week. They're gonna this get is a the week out. the Devils will get a shutout. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, it, they will have a shutout somewhere in here. I, um, Who knows? I don't. I that's the one prediction I really hope comes true. Dan's going to um, be in this weird spot where he's looking at his points, stop. and like the last game, he's like, "But if they get a shutout, I lose my first point, but I gain this point." Yeah, exactly. By our next show, our next uh, accountability section. So by next Saturday, there will be a goaltender on this roster, on the main roster, who is not there now. And so there will be somebody up. One of the guys will be gone, and we will have a new goalie on this team by next Saturday. Okay, just to clarify so I understand, you're not saying that this is a goalie necessarily that we trade for, although that would count. You're you're saying it's somebody who might be uh, down and called up as well. Yes. Okay, so you don't need a traded goalie for you to be right. No. Just somebody who's not on the team, the main roster right now. Yeah. So not you. other than Schmidt and Vanacek. Yes, somebody other than Schmidt. Yep. Okay, that's understanding. Okay, Tone, your third and final prediction, sir. 
I'm going to go all offense this week. I'm going to go, and the reason I'm going to say this is because he hasn't really been a factor lately at all, but I'm figuring he can at least pull out two assists in the next three games. I'm going to say Jasper Brack gets two assists. Kind of won't be much going Man, on with him Check down next Tony week. over here, right? But, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, two assists because I don't, you know, he's been kind of quiet, and I don't know if that's going to change too much, but I'm figuring if Hughes is going to put up four, Defoe's going to put up two. Jack, I mean, now, Jasper could if at least he have goes two off and that. has six goals and one assist, you lose. Great, I'm happy. You know that. that. Okay, but you lose that. Why would I lose that for you? Him? Said you said the two assists. So if he gets two or more oh, assists, it's going to have two or more points. Yes, no, two point two assists in the next three games. That's it. Two assists. Okay. So he could have two assists and three goals, and he still wins. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Two. Or, yeah, I'm just saying. If he doesn't hit, but if he has three exactly. goals and one assist, he loses. What, yes. Is it two and exactly okay. two, or what if he has three assists? Well, that's Does Tony it. still is win. It, is it two and exactly? I'm going to say two assists exactly. What the hell? Yeah, I'm going to go. Oh, okay. So, so okay, two exists like assists exactly. exactly. Perfect. Yeah, that's okay. how much, that's two, fine. What he's, that's the way to do it. All right, Bobby, your third and final prediction. Yeah. I'm a bottom feeder, so I got to put more more lingo into mine. So I'm going to go with Nemec getting three points over at least three points over the three games. He's the first what? He had two points. This it was some kind of he record did. he set. Yeah, one of the teenage okay. records for. Devils. I think he was like um, this. I think he was like the seventh devil ever to have be a rookie cool. to have two points. So his first game. My, my first. Um, my third final prediction was going to be that Fire Lindy will become a thing by next Monday, by a week from Monday, be an actual thing that people are talking about. But I'm yeah, going to change mine to make this game a little bit more interesting. I'm going to go for a steal, and I'm going to say that Nico Heischer will have a shorthanded goal against the Calgary Flames. Oh, I'm going it. for the steal. Great. Right. I'm, going to st- I'm going for the steal. I like it. All right. One second, Dan. Let me just write this. Sure. Now, is that also a hat trick? Because I'm calling a shorthanded goal in a specific game? Yeah, sure. What the hell? So that could be a possible four-point play. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty good. Swing, yeah. All right, Dan, your third and final prediction. I am predicting that Timo Meyer will have three or more points in these next three games. He's going to start warming up. I, I like coming that. alive. I like that. That'd be nice. All right. We need it. Be quite welcome, yeah. That is the uh, prediction part of this show. So I I like that. Timo, I mean, I'm not really going to shit on him about last night. You know, it was his first game back after injury. I know uh, he didn't play that great. Um, Yeah, it it wasn't a huge factor, you know. But, you know, nobody was, right? I mean, it was just such a, a deflated, inept, impotent effort. I hated it. you imagine... Like what we feel just watching the game. Imagine like taking your family there and you're spending that kind of money, right? <laughs> yeah. You're 600 bucks in the door, the tolls, the tickets, the $20 hamburger. Right. And it's not that they lost because we've all seen losses, but to see that game, to see that effort again in those first like 40. And maybe you walk out feeling not as bad because you saw what they could have done if they, you know, had worked their asses off the way they did in the third for a while. And your kids but are just aren't like, you just Dad, why do you like these guys? Yeah, you, I mean, you're, why are you a fan? Of, why'd you take us here? I still want to take Caden's his first game. And I'm like, I don't know which game to pick because I really want him to win. And, and you, think the shark, you, think, you think the shark game is kind of like, okay, it's, I'll go. That would have been the one. Yeah, you well, yeah, and you, you might've taken him to that shark game. That's the one. Nice advice to you safe win. buy a ticket to a game in 2025. That's what I say. Not a bad idea. So... So it's game time, boys. 
All right, yeah, let's nice. play a game. Um, why is this on a delay? Shall we play yes, a shall. game? Buckle up, boys and girls. It is time for the Devil You Know on the Uncle Pucker New Jersey Devil Podcast. Nice. All right, that's right. It is time for the Devil You Know, um, where... One of us gives a clues to a former New Jersey Devil player, and the other three guys have to guess who the player is that we are talking about, and points are awarded for whoever is the smartest uncle pucker. Uh, everybody gets three guesses uh, incorrect before they are eliminated. They can ask the question near, I guess, question near, uh, anything that they want, and a person can or cannot answer. Up to them tonight. That is me. I will be giving the questions. So Tony, Bobby, and Dan will get to answer. Are you guys ready? Oh, so ready. ready. All right. This player, former devil, was born on February 11th, 1996, in Brandon, Manitoba, Canada. Manitoba. Which is also sometimes pronounced Canada. I like to say Canada. Or Canada. 1996, you said? I did. He is six foot two inches tall and weighs a sturdy 220 pounds. Hmm. He has played 786 career NHL games. This former devil. I'm sorry? How many? 786. 786. This former devil has career points of 24 goals and 86 assists for 110 points during his 14-year career. Ooh, 14 years. Jeez. Where's Manitoba? This former devil scored one overtime playoff goal in his career. And it was against the aforementioned San Jose Sharks. Mm. This former devil has only played for two NHL teams. The New Jersey Devils and the St. Louis Blues. Is this player still uh, active? As a player. Yeah, you're asking. No, this player retired. He retired. You said he retired. Okay, sorry. In, let me see, Cam Jansen. No, it is not Cam Jansen. But the games. I will. I will. I'll give you a good one. He was traded with a swap for Cam Jansen. Okay, right, Salvador. Ding 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 ding. Tony does it again. Damn it, Tony. Wow. Well, I know he was in the trade. Salvador. Yeah. He was in the yeah. trade for that campaign. So he was named the 10th well captain in New Jersey Devils history. He was the <sighs> and only the third black captain in NHL history. He's been a TV analyst for the Devils since 2017. Um, in love with Erica Walker. Is it madly in love not? with Erica Ro- Erica Walker? Uh, and yeah, so there's Bryce Salvador. I had a few other clues, but... You know, I figured once I got to the third black captain in NHL history, that would have definitely given it to me. I don't even know where Cam Jansen was born, by the way. I don't know if he's Canadian. I just so – the he's, 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 he's a St. Louis guy. Yeah, he's a St. Louis guy. He, he's a yeah, – okay. Yeah. 
So I was way off. <laughs> I love these he games. Was, he was born in St. Louis, huh? Yeah, he was born in St. Louis. And the reason I now knew, that you say that, I remember. Yeah, the reason I knew that uh, it wasn't Cam Jansen was Cam Jansen only played like I think three hundred or four hundred games. So that's what got me right there with that. And then right. when the trade, the trade I knew about. So then when it was the trade, goals was like, that made me think him too, and and like the weight because I was like, I know the guy didn't. He wasn't known as a scorer, but I remember there was a couple years where he you know put in a few goals. Yeah. So I was just trying to do the math like long term. Yeah, he even yeah. scored twenty four goals. Sure. Um, but yeah, Bryce. It's Bryce. That's who nice. we went with. Good job, Tone. It was nice. Very good. All right. So, I mean, I guess we, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about the, you know, just kind of your feelings on this road trip. I mean, do you think that this is, uh, you know, can these guys actually put together some good efforts here, or, or do you, is this a lot of opportunities? No, I mean, it, there's still so much opportunity to to right the ship. You know, like we're in that part of the season where these are the games. You know, uh, you can do it. Um, Last night showed us you don't just look for the easy games to build wins, wins because, you know, maybe this team doesn't have that kind of discipline to do it. But this team also plays a little better with a chip on their shoulder. Maybe they get one uh, because they're clearly shaky. And um, it's really hard to see which way they're going to go on the whole season right now. So that's why if you're a guy on that team, you got to look at this as an opportunity. If, if they can get their shit together and play with some real effort. And that's the other thing. I do look for a back-back. A bounce back game because they have to be pretty much to a man embarrassed the way that game went. I just hope like bad stuff doesn't develop where like, I remember after one of the goals that Schmidt let in, you know, promptly following a devil's goal. Yeah. I was looking at a look on, uh, they kind of not really close up, but they had a good shot at Luke Hughes's face skating away from the goal, like immediately after it scored. And I'm looking at that look like it, it was bad. You know, you get that lack of confidence in your goaltender and you see it infect the team and then it becomes an excuse for why everybody, and I'm not saying Luke's thinking I have excuses, of course not, but he had that look of kind of like being fed up with everything and it it almost like just make a save. What everybody was thinking was on yeah. all over his face. So I am definitely concerned. I do think there's a um, good chance we'll have a bounce back game, at least in terms of effort, and you hope it's enough to really get him back on track. It will erase a lot of that game just coming up with this next win and um, get them on track. So there is so much opportunity. Just you cannot be confident they're going to seize it. What do you think about Tom? What do you do these next three games? What are you expecting? I'm, I'm actually nervous about these three games because this is a this is three games that we can come back. I hate to, I hate to even think this, but you can you can lose all these fucking games. Um, I think they'll win one of the three. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Vancouver's going to be tough. I don't know. This is the way they're playing right now. I am not sold. I don't. I feel no consistency. I have no. Con- like I hate to say this. Like even when they when they won those what class couple of games, some of those games were still sloppy. I just yeah, don't feel like this the Devils start, team. But when you start feeling a little a little good, right? You start feeling yeah. like okay, you know, they're going in the right direction. Yeah, those games weren't pretty, but they won them, and that's good. And then they do that like last. Well, put it night. like this: like, La- how I could you have any trust in I had to be honest with you guys. Like, yeah, it was totally dis- – I was disgusted. But I wasn't shocked that they – first of all, I have said last show, these are the teams you lose against. But this is not even losing against the team. You got – I mean, they handled you. And mm. I just – it just kind of sums up the year. And I feel like it's such an inconsistent team <clears throat> that until then I have I don't have much confidence and I hope I'm completely wrong. You know, for me, it's – I'll be watching the games actually here at like – they start here at like 5 in the morning this week. So, I mean, I'll be waking up with the kids watching them, but – I mean, I just don't feel, I just don't feel confident right now. And I, I feel like, 
you know, we talked about that 13 game, like that 13 game winning streak last year. We don't have that team this year. They're not going to do that yet. This is not built for that right now. We are just, I mean, just too many defensive breakdowns, just too and many problems. I just don't know the a, answers for. It's a term that I think gets thrown around way too much and not really fair most of the time. But do you think you're almost at a point where you could say uh, the Devils are frauds in the sense that they – We talked about this really during the offseason. Looked- what if? What if the team the year before last year was more okay? So remember we talked about this that maybe last year we did that we had no injuries right so we had a lot of luck on our side mostly yeah. no injuries but you look at the year before that maybe that's was more telling of where we're really at at this point not that bad but like I don't know there's uh, I mean, no, I, I, I don't roster there's, changes since there's, there's so yeah there's so, so much, much talent team. which is crazy yeah, and so many new guys on this team that you really can't compare them even to last year like Timo Meyer and Tyler Toffoli weren't on someone on Simone Nemec, uh you know Luke Hughes none of these guys were on the team like, but like uh, how do you feel about Meyer? How do you feel about Meyer so far, guys? That's what I, I want to ask you. Guys. We just got him back. This I like game, Timo. Like, I, I like Timo. I want to see Timo to get really going. I feel like have a huge impact on the yeah, team. Do you think he'll be the player that we think we got last year? Yeah. I, we were all very. Excited. I really hope so. I yeah, really I do. So. I, I I don't. That, that's the thing. The, there's really only one player that I'm going to be honest with you that I. I don't have a whole lot of confidence in, and that's Jesper Bratt. Only because I feel like you know, dude, you. Like eight and a half million dollars buys us a fucking assist in three games, like when we really need it most. Like this is unacceptable. His play, and we can sit, we could do a whole show on Jesper Bratt's piss poor friggin' play uh, most of this season. But I'm not. But I, I do have a lot of faith in this team. I do. I still look at it, and I'm like, they, <clears throat> if they clean up a couple of things, now I, I don't know if they will. Like they haven't given me any reason to really trust. Factually that. speaking, would I, you say that they are like the biggest disappointment in the NHL right now? Right now, I will go as that. far as saying that your your the word fraud is absolutely uh, applicable here. Yes, they are frauds. What does that mean? You know, I did not see this coming. No, and and you know what? All the blame now starts to go around, right? Yeah. Like even yeah. now, if this continues, right, and they Coaching, don't make the playoffs, then you know. Is Tom Fitzgerald a fucking genius like we all fucking thought he was? Mm, you know, yeah. it doesn't take much to sign guys, but did he sign the right guys? That's what we're going to end up talking about. He didn't make a move on, on goalie. He gave Lindy Ruff an extension. All things that, you know, we as as fans and people close to the sport, you know, look at it. And we wanted, you know, at least I know 50% of, of the puckers wanted Lindy Ruff gone and wanted a goalie in here. Uh, and that's mostly me and Dan. Uh, well, the goalie thing, I think everybody was kind of like, yeah, we can upgrade. But, you know, let's see how this season goes. I think we've seen enough. And I think yeah. Lindy Ruff really has to either go about things differently of how he is running this team or Lindy Ruff needs to go. I'm not there yet. I think I want to see a goalie. I want to see Tom Fitzgerald make a fucking move, uh, even maybe a defenseman. I don't think that would happen anytime soon, but maybe we'll get to see Chris Tanev uh, yeah. on Thursday night when we play the Calgary Flames. You know, that's a guy I would love to have on this team. Um, and and we need a goalie. Like, they have Your to do something. prediction on the goal. Fire Lindy thing, I don't think it's that far off. No, because, it's not. Find out um, I've seen a lot of fan pages. I've seen a lot of fan pages lately turning on Lindy. Uh, you know, certain posts and stuff, just, you know, purely honing in on Lindy. And, well, uh, you know, I get I mean, it. I understand the frustration. So, I tell you, that Zerlin has been impressive, huh? San Jose, they got a good player so there. Yeah, they got so, good you players know, we, there. We gave up a lot for Timo Meyer, And I do, but look, I'm not, 
I'm not there yet where I'm going to start, you know, go and look at what this guy's that we traded away is doing. Look what this person, like we have our team, they're devils. They're going to be devils for a long time. They like, can be good if it's, you know, and, and yes, yeah, we wouldn't and, care if, if our team was doing better. So just right. look, for example, with Zaka last year, he had a great year and we're all like, good for him. He needed that change. We didn't really care because the moves are working out for us. Benefit I mean, they, us, you know, yeah. And they are right. going to get a boost back on, on Tuesday. Hopefully, Eric Halla, I know, is making the trip, so hopefully he'll skate and be back in the lineup. That's as close to fully intact as we've been if he gets in the lineup. So I'm, you know, I really want to see how these three games go because we all know how road trips can go. They can either completely, especially long West, Western Canada and American road trips go. They can either galvanize the team, bring them together, make them stronger, make them better, or it can do the complete opposite. Uh, let's see how it goes. They'd still seem like a tight group. They still seem like guys that believe in each other. They, you know, I know that the, you know, this is so far hasn't been going good, but I also think that if some changes are made, this team can go on a run and, you know, yeah, maybe not 13 games. That's fine. But they can go on a run and they can make themselves, you know, a, a, a threat going into the playoffs. But things have to get done and they have to get done now. We can't wait anymore. Like, you know, just putting the same exact product on the on the ice night after night or the same product behind the bench night after night. Like you can't keep doing that because uh, if you do these results, this is going to be it this season. We and won't maybe get they need to get out of Jersey for a couple games. Maybe they need to yeah, get out for a little bit. Maybe it's a good thing, and, you know. You know. And we'll see. You know, they're playing three good teams, but I, I do, Bobby. You know, your feel on these three games coming up? Yeah. Well, listen. I mean, even I need to vent from time to time, and uh, there's a reason I said on one of my picks that the universe does weird things, and they would get four out of six points because I do still believe in the core of this team and what they can do. And I do believe that sometimes they can still turn it up for the games that they might be, uh, for lack of a better phrase, afraid to play. Um, and if they're not worried about this week coming up, then they're not human. Um, so I think they're going to do better than we would expect, which is only going to further the way we're scratching our heads over this team. Like who is this team? Are you the team that beats top teams? Are you the team that shits the bed with lower teams? Like, can you make a big save? I don't know. I, I can tell you that in doing this podcast, I really, there's like, there's almost two sides of me. I I, I try to kind of look at what we're seeing ob- objectively and I come out with certain viewpoints, but the other side of me, the fan in me will tell you right now for as shitty as we played, and you know, we're four points out of a wild card spot with one to three games in hand on every one of the teams above us. And if if I weren't overanalyzing, I'd just be sitting here watching. I'd have been pissed yesterday like I was. And then I would say, look, one win, and then maybe we're only two points out. And so I think, you know, optimistically, as much as they've, quite frankly, just been terrible and underperforming this year, it's it's really not over. And once you reach that wild card spot and start to climb, really good things can happen. Can you imagine what would happen to the psyche of this team if – if Dan, if we do get a shutout, like my God, we haven't even let him less happy. than two goals. Like who knows? For one all year. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that's what takes it off. I just I firmly believe at some point this team will take off, and I know people are now the lineups. I just said forty five minutes ago, no more excuses. But it is topsy turvy, and it is constantly changing. And hopefully they'll get a little bit of rhythm and consistency. But I am. Really scared about this week, but I think somehow they're going to dig deep and, like I said, get those four out of six points. And Bobby, you're right. Like 
I, I think the same thing. I watch the games. And before we did this podcast, of course, when I come on here or I watch now, I have a different mindset. I'm like, okay, I have to, you know, break down things. Like before, I have to be honest, I'm used to, I'm a Raider fan. I'm used to like disappointments and losing and hoping for the next game or a change around. When I come on this show, it is a little different. I have to like, you know, look at things more, I guess you would say business-like, right? You got to look at like, what, you what do. We kind of we got, we got a responsibility yeah. to be, you know, objective. But even in our shitty decade, I, I didn't give up until right they now, were mathematically <laughs> eliminated. I would always look and say, "No, they can still do it." Yeah. Like, just wow, roll off five and let's see what happens. Just, that's just too much hype. That's just bro. who I am. It was just way too much hype going it's into the season. It's not just the hype. It's it's the we players. Have, we have great on players, the team. Yeah. Yeah. It has to turn around. But I, even last night when I'm watching the game, I, I swear to you guys, I was and I thought of Shesterkin actually for a second. Some of these guys, I said. I really, until we get a goaltender, I just, I just don't know how it changes. Cause I, I was more confident in the regular season, like Chris was saying earlier in the show, like that we can get to a certain point. I don't even know now. Like I just, no matter who's out there, I actually do feel a little bit more safe with, with a Vanacek out there, but I don't feel safe still. I'm just talking like an inch more, you know, I just feel like until something is answered in that department, I think it's going to be a long year. And I hate to say that, but I agree. And, and look, I mean, the firing the head coach thing, I'm not, I've I've never been a fan of that during the, during the season. I don't think it, it helps the team um, unless it, it really is the only option that you have. If they've completely lost the locker room and stuff like that, I don't, think that that's happened here yet and I do think though that you you have to start with what you absolutely anybody even of a, a fair weather hockey fan can see and that's the goaltending like that's an issue you have to fix that let's get that fixed hopefully within the next week or so and then let's see what this team can do um because and other people just, are talking like, about this Chris I watched the Sharks broadcast last night I had no I couldn't watch the Devils one here and even yeah, and I've watched a couple of different out of town broadcasts, and they are they are they're even talking about our goaltending. Like, well, I mean, it's, you it's every you team we play, and it's, it's it's a common known thing right now that there's issues. Absolutely, and you know, and you know that happens. It, it doesn't happen to the Devils a lot, but here's the thing, though: it, like, how many times have we seen in our lifetime watching any? hockey teams, just games in general, right? Goaltenders are struggling. They're playing a really good team. Uh, it happens to us a lot. It happened to us last night. And we go up into against a goalie that just shuts us shuts us down. Like, I was thinking that during the But game. we need that from Vanacek on Tuesday because there's no way Schmidt's starting on Tuesday. See, I think it's going to be Vanacek for the Edmonton game and for the uh, Vancouver game at this point. And Schmidt might get because they're back-to-back, right? Calgary-Edmonton. Isn't that, is that Friday, Saturday, or Thursday, Friday? Saturday, Saturday Sunday, Sunday is Calgary. It's a 4 okay. o'clock game against Calgary You're, on Saturday no. and a 4 o'clock game against so the we Oilers play, on Sunday. So no we back play back um, until uh, Sunday, Saturday. Right. It's nice for me. Yeah, I'm, I got it mixed up. So, you know, I don't know how who's going to get what in the goaltender. Hopefully it's somebody, like I said, that's not on this team. I still have that little piece in the back of my head that's thinking that something is in the works, and that is why Vanacek didn't play last night. I'm not buying. I'm not buying just the we gave him. You know, that's complete malpractice in the coaching staff. If if they just said, well, we just gave him a, you know, this a back to back because he played good against Philly like that. To me, this is not the time to do it. I guess the only scenario where that would make any sense, I I don't agree with it, would be like. They're like, look, as a staff here, we don't want to split with Vanacek anymore. We don't like his game. Can Smith carry the load? Let's find out. We'll play him two nights in a row. 
I don't yeah. like the move, but uh, maybe that's the logic. Like that's maybe. the only way it would it would make any kind of sense, I guess. Yeah. December December could be brutal. Like yeah, it's way beyond so. the week we're looking at. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, look, like after we get through this there, week, we got... you got the Oilers again, which we kind of talked about. You got Boston. You got you know Columbus, where it's, to me that's like another trap game, right? We're yeah. supposed to be better than them, are we? Not even sure. Anaheim Flyers rival game back to the Oilers. Red Wings, back to Columbus, Ottawa, and Boston to close out the month. Like they have no choice but to just turn and it on. They have to have a winning month. Doesn't matter who they play right now. There are going to be no easy games for this True. for this team. No. You know, and they might explode from beat somebody eight to two, but I'll still stand by it because the that the game's like on a can get blown open by them, but you know. It's very well could end up with them losing to any team in this yeah. league right now. And, and right now, the way the team is constructed, they're not going to win many games. So it, this is on Tom Fitzgerald. He's got to make some changes, whether it's blue line, goaltending, both, whatever. I don't know. Um, and maybe, I mean, I hope that when I said before that it doesn't seem like Lindy Ruff has lost the locker room, I really hope that that's the case. I really hope he hasn't because then we, you know, what the hell do you do at that point? And who are you bringing in? What kind of yep. system? Is this a whole system change? This It could just be a fucking shit show. One thing um, I'll say is that every time we got low on Lindy's performance, it, yes. we were never able to continue on very long like that. Because out of nowhere, he would do something that surprisingly worked well. Whether The most recent example, I think, is putting Brenton Smith on the wing. Yeah. If one of us suggested that, the other three would have laughed at him. Like, what are you talking about? That's crazy. And it did kind of work out. So, and the next thing you know, they're up with, with three wins somehow. Maybe not three easy wins, but three you wins. Know, so I'm hoping that, you know, Lindy has some other rabbit shoe up his butt on this one. Too. And we got, you know, and Carolina's starting to win now. They won tonight, I'm seeing. Detroit won. I mean, Car- yeah, yeah. Car- I mean, you got to, you know, Islanders won again tonight. I mean, they can only take care of what they can take care of, and that starts with them. They have start, got to play better. And then I'm it doesn't matter what anyone else does. Go ahead, Bob. Like, it, you know the whole too many cooks in the kitchen type of thing, right? Sure. You look at like last night, and I know Timo was being eased back in, so they put him on the third wing. But realistically speaking, if you would ask anybody, where's Timo belong with the contract and who he is, you're, you're saying he's a top two-line guy. And then you have that conundrum we talked about all summer. Okay, then where's Mercer go? Is he a third-line guy because he's you know kind of that gritty hockey guy? Can he handle that when his upside says he could be a first or second-line guy? You know, maybe – you know, we just have to do addition by subtraction. Like the only way we're going to get the protection we need either in defense or in goal is we're going to have to say goodbye to somebody that we really like, either that's got a great future or that's solid right now. Because it's you always say it's a good problem. Ah, it's a good problem. This guy's a first-line winger, but we, we got him on a third. It doesn't always pan out. And we're seeing this year it's not panning out. Now, I'll give Timo the benefit of the doubt. We need to kind of – See what he could do again. He's been out for a while, and Mercer's been thrown all around. Credit to him because he still works his ass off, and I still love him. But maybe there's something to that. Sometimes you just need to slide in more of those role players who just, this is my job, and part of that job is to keep the puck out of the net while Jack's going off doing his thing because something is definitely broken. I I think that's the perfect way to end the show. Something is broken. Love it. Do I get a point in New that? Jersey? Uh, no, I think most you get definitely. The title. <laughs> That's the title. You got the title, though. All right. You get yeah, no points. You, you drank title. your fizzy lifting um, drinks, and you get nothing. That's right. You floated <laughs> to the top of the ceiling. Is the title going to say Pucker Bob says? Right. Or no, Bob. Bob. It's just calm, calm down, all right? I'm, I'm looking for a win here. Calm down. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Something anyway. is broken. 
Bob, calm down. That's yeah, the other That's it. Calm down. Like so, <laughs> uh, guys, for checking us out, drop us a, a line. Uh, you know, let us know. Uh, do you agree with what uh, we're saying? Sounds like most of most of you do. So, uh, yeah. What are definitely. your moves? I want to know what people yeah. think. What, you know, like, if you could do a certain small amount of moves, let's say you only get two moves. What two moves do you make to fix this team? You and know? who don't just say it. I would trade for a defenseman or trade for a goalie. Who would you it's trade? Got to be for? real. And who would you be willing? And who would you be willing to give up to get that person? So, like GM you said, you know, it, it, yeah, put your GM hat on. There's some homework to our our two listeners, uh, Jersey Joe, <laughs> mom. No, so seriously, there's a, some there's <laughs> some homework to our listeners. Uh, you know, let us know. Put your GM hat on. Who would you get rid of uh, if you had to? Who would you want to bring in? Or is or, or do you think this team is perfect and they just need to start winning and playing better? I, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. Like, none of, I don't think any of us have any answers, but it is kind of fun to talk about it. I am going to do my absolute best to stay up every night to watch these games, at least the, the I think the I'll, Saturday I'll the at least break. is a four o'clock one. Um, I just, I, you know, you don't get to see Seattle. I like to watch them. You know, they're not cool, doing so hot. I'm still, I still like know. seeing Seattle. because There are so 11 many. o'clock in the night games for me. I'm excited, man. That's yeah. like, uh, I'm excited to see, day. I'm excited to see us against Vancouver. I'm excited to watch that on, on the all three Hughes boys on the ice together. What do you think is the toughest game, Chris, of these three? Vancouver. Uh, this week, yeah. Vancouver, I think Edmonton's going to be tough. But, you know, Jack, see, that's the thing, too. Like, Jack is one of those players that does step his game up when he's in certain – whether it's against certain teams or against certain other players, he definitely does. So I do think he's going to want to show off well, in front of his big brother. I do think on, yeah. on Sunday he's going to want to play and keep up – Be you know, Edmonton, okay, you got McDavid. Well, you know, I'm here, too. He's going to let people know that. So, I mean – I saw a couple of posts today. People like uh, even Jack played a terrible game last night, and this and like uh, you know, there, there's no room. There's no room on the Uncle Puckers to shit on Jack Hughes. Period. That's right. Jack Hughes. We've been through a lot of lean times. We've never had a player like him. So let's just you know, Jack gets a free pass from. He's here done enough Jack. positives to you know have a yeah. an off and, game. And Jack Hughes will never be shit on badly on this show until the day comes, and it might come that he puts a Ranger jersey on. But definitely, because uh, that's just what happens, guys. They that's get them when they're old yeah. and done. But uh, well, that's before that's we true. paid people. Yeah, that's true. They pay now. That's true. You know, they, and and, they, and the Rangers don't have an advantage. You know, that's the beauty of a salary cap league. So wherever you're listening, I want your Sturkin next year, boys. I would like. Right. How would that be? How would I kicking the balls? That would be. Let me tell you right now, if they have a breakdown and like a, this is something we'll talk about much or much later in the season but if they go into the playoffs and they have a complete breakdown like they did last year against us and they get bounced in the first round even maybe the second round with the season that they're having and he, this dude stands on his head and his team totally lets him down he might he might look to move you know that's yeah. how we get him unfortunately we'll we be him. a sub 500 team and he won't play he's gonna be like i ain't fucking going there are you kidding me? Wayne Gretzky um, was right, man. What the fuck? <laughs> we should all just come out with Mickey Mouse ears on our on our helmets. Get a paper and, uh, bag with the ears sticking out. And they should never, ever, ever wear their white jerseys with their black helmets again. Oh, God. That, that was, was a mistake. I think that so was a mistake awful. I had heard. I don't know if what's what's correct about Is that. Is that what I happened? heard? They, so no. even our equipment... Even our equipment person can't get shit right so and pack the I'm right fucking sh- helmets. Yeah, I had heard this. I'm not 100% sure, but I had seen something that, that helmets were packed wrong. So maybe I'm incorrect, but no, I did they, hear that. They, 
change the rule that allowed you to wear if it doesn't black interfere helmets with the, with the white uniform. jersey. So I think they just wanted to try it. Or or the equipment guy read that wrong and was like, oh, I have to bring the black helmets. I don't know. But well, awful, anything awful. they wore them and they got shut out. So don't ever wear them again. Yeah, don't ever fucking so, do um, wherever you're listening to the podcast, drop us a, a comment, five star review, a like, uh, subscribe, a download. It goes a long way to help us promote the Uncle Puckers podcast. So thank you all very much for listening. Also, make sure you go wherever you're listening to this. Maybe when you're done, go and check out the Tampa Morgue, which is our boy Tony's other podcast that he does with his buddy Tony, uh, about horror movies and uh, and metal music. Well, that was last week, though. He was Count just, just uploaded him. I listened no, to no. it. We had uh, Count Gordon Duvall, who's got is actually an amazing okay. career man, great guy. He was nice. spent a couple hours with us, so it was awesome. Yeah, it was a good show. Definitely check it out. It was Thanks, uh, it was fun to listen to. So uh, for Bobby, Tony, Dan, I'm Chris. We are the Uncle Puckers. We will be back on Tuesday, and we'll see you when we see you. Peace. Retiring the later. It's all about bye bye. It's over. <laughs> Dude, 